Welcome to the Global Missions Inc. podcast. This episode features Terry Zimmer with a message called, In the Beginning Was the Word. God is good. We're not here to worship half-heartedly, is what we heard here. <laughs> we were talking about expectations of coming to camp. What's going to happen at camp? What is God going to have for us? What are we going to have for God? Not half-heartedly worship. But we're going to worship him with all our hearts. That's what he wants from us. He's going to do his part. He will do his part. He is faithful. I always say God is faithful. Unlike me, sometimes not so faithful. Ask my wife. I'll say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then it doesn't happen. But when God says something, it happens. He is faithful. And, and, And he is the one that's our shepherd. He is looking after us. We can count on him. So good to be here. Let's worship him with all our heart. Every bit of us. Just give him praise and thanksgiving. I, I, uh, one time years ago I was at work and there was a kid there at work and he wanted to know how to praise God. And, and we were down kind of underneath a bunch of Conveyors. I worked in a lumber mill, and there was a bunch of conveyors, and it was noisy, bang, bang. We had earmuffs on, and, and I was trying to explain to him how to praise and give thanks. And 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 I, I said, well, what if you have a buddy that you really like, and you want to praise him? You tell him how good he is and how you appreciate him. You tell him how much you love him, care about him. And how about if you have someone that you are very thankful to? What do you tell them? You say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm down there and I'm trying to holler this back and forth. And I walked away from there and I thought, am I crazy? But you know, rivers of living water flow out from you. And it might be the oddest places. One time I said, Lord, you know, my ministry is not what it should be. And I feel bad about that. The Lord said, Terry, you have no clue what I'm doing through you. No clue. You have no clue how your life affects those around you. No clue. Those three Hebrew boys, they had no clue. I, I read that about the three Hebrew boys. And the king looked in there and saw another. Did the three Hebrew boys see the other? Or they probably thought they were alone. I don't think they saw him. But he was there. He was there. The one who God wanted to, to demonstrate his power to saw it. I don't think the people saw it. Just the king, it says, saw it. Just the king. 
the one who God wanted to see it. And there's someone watching you. You have no clue who it is. When I give my heart to the Lord, I, I, I talked to a Christian at work. I said, you know, I watched you like a hawk for the last year. He said, really? You're the last one I look on. Someone's watching you. Amazing. How the church is affecting the world. God is doing it. Amen? Anyway, God is so good. I I had some thoughts. You know, like, it was so wonderful, though, last night, watching the young people come up. That was amazing. That was wonderful. And the stories about the six-year-old that gave his heart to the Lord. He said, I forget who it was that was talking about that, but he said, the sky was bluer and the grass was greener. You know, I heard my mother tell that story many times because she gave her heart to the Lord when she was six years old. And there was little ones up here giving their heart to the Lord. What a wonderful testimony. You young people have a tremendous testimony. I was at a, a young people's thing, uh, May long weekend thing here quite a few years ago now, and, and uh, young people were asked to to uh, share their testimony. Be ready Saturday night to share your testimony. And I heard one girl say to her friend, said, I don't have a testimony. That's what she said. I don't have a testimony. Like she thought she had to somehow go through the gutter of life and then and and the mire and the mud and then somehow have this big story. You know the best testimony that I ever heard started like this when I was six years old. I give my heart to the Lord. There was no mud and mire in my life. There was joy and peace. Oh, I was picked on a little bit in school, but God was with me. Directed my path. Yeah. And I was happy all the way because I walked with God. Those are the testimonies that I love to hear and all the brethren here want to hear. Not, I was out there. You know, that story, that story of the prodigal son, I know that story. Because I lived it. I don't like that story the way it's written. Because it, it talks about, it talks about, listen, young people. It, it talks about someone that decided to go on his own, to leave the flock. It, it, it talks about that, that guy that did, and you know what? I, I, I understand. I, I made a, a decision when I was about 13 years old. I remember making that decision. 
I don't want nothing to do with God, the church. I want nothing to do with it. You know, it was a bad choice. It's all about choices. You go up to this prison up here, you're going to say, these boys are going to say, what happened to you? Oh, I made some bad choices. That's what they'll say. Made some bad choices. But the thing was, is that this prodigal son was ended up, it wasn't as great as he thought it was going to be, and he ended up feeding these pigs. And I know, because I was there. I'll tell you where I was. I was where the pigs looked at me with disgust. That's where I was. And I decided to go back to the Lord. Oh, you hear these testimonies. Young people, you hear these testimonies. Only in part. They say, oh, I come back to the Lord. I reached out to the Lord. He accepted me back. Oh, rosy, rosy. That's not so. Every year, camp, somebody comes back. We haven't seen in a long time. Lives messed up. All kinds of problems. Family problems, marriage problems, this problem, that problem. Pain, sorrow, shame, hurt. Yeah. See, it doesn't mention that in this story of the prodigal son. But that's all part of it. It's all part of it. But you, little one, that come up here and said, Jesus, come into my heart. I want to tell you what happened. I want to tell you what happened when you said that. I don't know. I want to be able to walk around, but I can't be able to tie to this mic. When you said, Jesus, come into my heart, you know what happened? Jesus came into your heart. That's what happened. And he is with you now, and he will always be with you. He will never leave you. And he will guide you. I've got to read some scripture. <laughs> i got to read some scripture. I want to read some scripture to you young people. You know, young people, I have a cool app. I remember I had a, I had a, uh, uh, employee come in to visit me in my office. She had all kinds of trouble. She had some trouble. She needed some help, some personal problems. I was talking to her about it. And, and she said to me, you are wise. That's what she said. Now, I know myself. <laughs> I'm not so wise. Ask people that know me. But she saw Jesus with me, the same as that king, 
saw the Son of God in that furnace. Amazing. That's amazing. Oh, my walk with God is amazing. I'm amazed all the time. Just, it just, it's just so wonderful. Anyway, she said, you're wise. You know what I said? I said, you can be wise too. So I opened up my app. <laughs> and I, I showed her where it says, if you lack wisdom, come and ask for Can you imagine? Can you imagine God, the creator of all things, says to you, if you lack wisdom, come to me, I'll give it to you. And you are too silly to go and ask him? Don't be silly. Of course we ask him. And every time I've asked God for wisdom, he has given me wisdom. Because you see, he is faithful. So then, I flipped over, I go into James, showed her that, flipped over, and I showed her there's two types of wisdom. The wisdom of the world and there's godly wisdom. And I showed her those in the, in the, in the, uh, on my app. Know what she said to me? She said, man, that's a cool app. (laughs) That's an amazing app. I said, it is. It's a cool app. And I said, you can have that app on your phone too. And I showed her how to download it. And we downloaded an app on her phone. The word of the living God. In your hand at all times. In the morning. Noontime and nighttime. There's the app you should be walking around with. There's the app that you should download and send to your friend. That's what you should be sharing. It's the Word of God. I'll tell you a little bit about the Word of God. And, and, if, and, and if you young people don't have that app, you get it. Brian, will you pay for it? It's about $2.50, I think. Brian will pay the two bucks. You download that app. <clears throat> in the beginning, this is John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the beginning was the Word. You see, in the beginning of anything, you have to have a true line. You, you have to have that truth. When you, when it, when a guy is building a building, you'll see they got the line snapped out there. And, and when I was laying my, uh, my tile on my floor, I ran a line and I made to make sure that line was true as could be. And then I took that string and snapped, and I had a check line there, snap. And a bricklayer will, will hang a line. A plumb line. True. You can't start anything without that. You can't build anything. You'd be all over the place. Right? And God knows that. And he went snap in the beginning. 
And there was a word. And we are to build according to that chuck line. That plumb line. And this is what happens. This, this is what happens when you get away from it. The, I don't know if you guys have done much bricklaying or anything. I gotta try to describe it in a way that you will know. But, you hang that line, and it's, and it's got a big weight on it, and it is true. Straight. You start your bricks. You start your bricks, start to build. And you keep an eye on that chalk line, or that plumb line. You go one eye on it all the time. You, a layer of bricks. Ooh. Measure it. Go back. Yep. Okay. Another layer of bricks. Whoop. Yep. We're on. Well, you get laxy daisy. Now you just don't get every third row you check. Ooh. I'm out a little bit. But not much. Not much. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, 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 tap. Ah! Back in line. Away we go again. But if you get away from it too much, there's more than a tap, tap, tap. You might have to take off ten rows or something. And I am telling you, I had to take off some rows when I come back to the Lord. When I come back and check the, check the uh, plumb line, man, I was askew. I was askew. I was out a little bit. But you see, when you're going through life, you keep one eye on that in the morning, noon, and night. And it's easy to do because you got a nap. <laughs> and how am I doing? Let's check the plumb line. Let's check the plumb line. And keep and build according to the word of God. A problem that we're having today is people are getting rid of that plumb line. They, 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 the hook that it was on, they grab it. And, they, and that's why everything's gone wacky. But you will notice that there's still people building according to the Word of God. And there's some people that don't uh, confess to be Christian or to know anything about the Bible. And their homes are in order. But you will notice they're building according to the Word of God. They, The father loves his wife. They love the children. The children are obedient. All according to the Word of God. Those homes are in order. If they know it or not. I'll tell you another little story since I'm up here telling stories. Is it okay if I tell another story? Back, I don't know, 70s anyway, 60s. If there was a couple living together. And you said, are you married? And they would say, no, we're not married. We're living in sin. That's what they would say. They would say we're living in sin because they knew what the standard was, even though they didn't have the app, but they had the book. <laughs> they would say, no, we're living in sin. Because that plumb line was still hanging there in front of them. 
But now, in this day and age, young people, they took that plumb line and threw it. But you don't do that. You know, God bless them that they knew they were living in sin. But now they say, no, we're not living in no sin because there is no border, there is no line. There is no standard. It's whatever we want it to be. But not for us. In the beginning, God snapped that chalk line and said, build according to that. Oh, little ones. Download that app. And I'm going to tell you something about that app. If your phone is anything like mine. You can check and see how much time you spent on that app or another app. Yeah. But we don't live by the law. But let's not get fanatical, I always say. (laughs) Because I get very convicted when I'm up here speaking. Very convicted. But I'm telling you, there's one thing. For you little ones, draw near to God. Draw near to God. Oh, a closer walk with Him. Every day I pray, I don't know what to pray, so I say, draw me nearer, Lord, draw me nearer every day. Draw my kids nearer. Draw the church nearer. Draw us nearer to your side. More of you, Lord, oh God, more of you and less and less of me. Hallelujah. That we might walk with you. And talk with you. You know, I don't know if you can download a prayer app. <laughs> I might have to invent one. I think they probably have some. I think I've seen some of that. Pray every day. You say, I don't know what to pray about. That don't matter. People come over to visit me. They say, I don't know where I don't have nothing to talk about, but I come see you anyway. And we commune. Have that time together. Amen? Yeah. That's one thing prayer does. It gets you talking to God and gets that relationship going. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, there is nothing sweeter than seeing those little ones. You know, listen, young people. What are you doing here at camp? There are so many things you can do. But here you are. Here you are, and I know, I know it's not easy to be here. Good grief, not easy for me to be here. Back home, there's a big archery tournament. And they say, Terry, you gotta be here, man. Big 3D shoot. Bible camp. Yeah. But I'm here. Someone once asked me, they said, why do you always go, why do you go to North Balfour to camp? Like that's, there's, there's camps an hour away. You're going seven hours away. And they're good camps, and they are. They're Bible camps. Wonderful people. Wonderful people. Wonderful camps. Why do you go to North Balfour? 
That's a good question. I didn't know how to answer it. So I said, gee, I don't know. <laughs> I did. I had to think about it. I, I don't know. doesn't make sense. I could go an hour. I can go seven hours. And then I thought, I don't know. But there is something in me that has to be there. Something in me. But ain't Terry. Terry wants to be at the archery tournament. <laughs> but there's something else in there that just has to be here. Yeah. Oh, I want that to be in you. Yeah. I pray that is in you. Yeah. That same thing. Yeah. That you have that vision. And we talked about the, the other night there about the stones that are put up there. And they said, why are those stones there? And I'm telling you, oh, man, I wish, you know, like, oh, the glory that we heard about in 1948. And, 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 the, and it was just glory upon glory. i got to read another scripture. One more. Ooh. One more. Hmm. I gotta find it on my app. Oh, this is Haggai guy. Haggai guy. See, I don't know why I'm not a good reader. You know why I'm not a good reader? I never learned to read. They, in grade seven, they threw me out. And it's probably because I didn't know how to read. Oh, right here. Haggai 2, 9. The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house. That's why I'm excited for you young people. There was tremendous glory in that cloud room in 1948. Tremendous. My, my, my parents were there at the beginning. And I heard stories, and I heard stories. My mother would tremble when she'd tell some of those stories. Years later, she would talk about some of the things that happened. She'd have to sit down because she'd fall over. She'd just tremble. But, says, the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house. Says the Lord Almighty, and in this place I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. Amen. Oh, little ones, there's great things ahead. Amen. Great things ahead. Draw nearer to God. Just get in there and press on. Oh, you're going to have trouble, but just keep pressing on. Yes. Keep pressing on, pressing on. Amen. I think I'll sit down, but uh, I'd love to go on talk about my app. Because I love my app. And I want you to love yours too. To love the Word of God. Oh, get in there and read about some of them stories about Joseph and re reading about Daniel and all that. I could just, oh, it just amazes me, that stuff. Amazing. Our God is amazing. Oh, praise the Lord. Amen. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit, or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website, 
at www.globalmissionsinc.org. 